Um, some of us do carry more than three jobs, <laughs> but we make it happen. And I don't know, when you when you're passionate and have so much love for something, you know, you just don't even think about any of the obstacles. You just go for it. Welcome to the Charting Her Course podcast, brought to you by the Pacific Coast Business Times. This podcast will give an inside look at women who own and run small businesses on California's Central Coast. I'm your host, Veronica Kuzma, and I'm so excited to put a spotlight on these fascinating businesses in San Luis Obispo, Santa Barbara, and Ventura counties. This podcast would not be possible without our sponsor, Bank of America. More from them a little later. Maritza Flores is the co-founder of Mujeres Makers Market, a Santa Barbara-based community market that highlights small businesses from women of color. Maritza and co-founders Daniela Aguirre, Alicia Gailen, Lily Munoz, and Leah Ortega started Mujeres Makers Market when they saw the need for a supportive platform and collective space for women of color to showcase their businesses. Now, they can showcase over 80 businesses in one event and are expanding with growth workshops to help more women succeed in the business world. Hear Maritza talk about the importance of creating a platform for women-led businesses, the work it takes to start a community-based initiative, and what keeps Mujeres Makers Market going. Please enjoy this talk with Maritza Flores. Thank you for joining today. I'm so excited to talk to you. Let's just start with you telling us about your Maker's Market and what your role is. Well, thank you for inviting us to this. We are really excited to be able to share a little bit more about what Mujeres Maker's Market is and what we're all about. I'm a co-founder, Maritza Flores. Uh, we're five. It's Leah Ortega, Alicia Guillen, Lily Munoz, and Daniela Aguirre. So we're all locals from Santa Barbara. We met each other or we would always see each other sometimes uh, at markets. And Lily was one that was always consistently doing markets already. One day we just said, hey, would you be on board on this? We need a market that represents women creatives who are passionate about their projects and they were able to share what, what we could bring to the Santa Barbara community. Oh, cool. Okay, <laughs> so I know I read that all of you founders also have your own small businesses separately. What steps did you all have to take to even get this off the ground, like with the city and organizing who's going to be there? How did you, what were those steps like? You know, it's like everything you, as soon as you step into something, you realize, whoa, hold on, we need this, we need that, you know? So it, it, it does, um, it's a team effort. So yeah, but we all have our own jobs and the full-time jobs. And we maybe even have more than one job. Some of us do carry more than three jobs, <laughs> but we make it happen. And I don't know, when, you, when you're passionate and have so much love for something, you know, you just don't even think about any of the obstacles. You just go for it. How did you get the word out in the very beginning? Was it just people you knew or how did, how did that come together? People, you know, always I want to say thankful for all our family and friends who are really supportive and they help you to, you know, create your dream and which is, you know, spread the word, you know, let other people know because word of mouth is number one. I think we also looked out for always advertising. So how has the response been so far and has anything surprised you? The response to from the community has been really overwhelming it was been really grateful and um we are really 
blessed to have a community that's really positive and supportive and been there like you know I we could see we could see which you know customers are repeats and who are always there that's also been really positive and feedback you know and then you meet other people like other vendors who come into town who are out of town from LA San Francisco you know that have been coming to our market to participate now we just recently had an article come out in the LA Times for one of the top 18 markets in Southern California so that was also nice and really, you know, to be part of that. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. You know, the word is, is getting spread. Yeah, that's great. What about the challenges so far? Has there been anything unexpected that's come up? At first, it was the challenge of having a location. There were so many vendors, we wanted them to be part of the whole market, you know, and uh, we would have to keep it down at, you know, 30, 35. And not until we came across to with the Presidio. I think on our Day of the Dead, we had an average of, uh, we were at 80. Uh-huh. Wow. Yep. So and it's just I, getting bigger. You're getting more and more yeah. time. So we also added some little workshops in the in there. And that is something that we envision and that we want to do is, um, you know, getting more workshops during our markets too. Because uh, that also is really nice to see, you know, the community being involved in other vendors, you know, to grow their business because they could do this, their workshop and also get another way of connecting to get business. The other challenge that I want to tell you is this one, sponsoring, you know, finding resources, finding the resources to be able to make um, these events even better, like who to be able to, you know, be able to have the funds for it. So what kind of workshops were at the last one? One was a uh, crown making. It was just beautiful to see everybody wearing them after two. Uh, the other workshop was also a mini uh, altar. It's a ofrenda. Um, that one I actually had myself. This is the first time I tried it. Um, it was really great. I saw like, uh, people who were so into it that they even said like, oh, wait, I don't want to continue to put more things into it. I want to do this every year. Like every year I'll add things to it. So it was nice to hear that. THP um, also had their own free workshops. So they had other activities for the kids to do, like painting. And from there, we also want to keep growing. Like we also invited um, Arts from Scrap. And they also have the information there and, you know, other nonprofits that were available to to have their own altar. They created their own altar and then they were able to speak about their organization. Mm-hmm. So since I haven't been yet, are, is there food too? Um, that's the other challenge. Um, you know, having to be able to have a place where we can also have uh, food available um, has been a little challenge because of all the, the way how... Do um, you have to go through your permits and everything before the vendor? It's a little bit more challenging. Okay, so Linda has a question. She says, do you help connect the vendors to other resources like business help or finance info or other consulting needs to grow or support their business? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we do. Um, if they are asking for all this information, uh, we always try to find where we could guide them to or direct them to. Um, and that's why we've seen, and that's what we're trying to implement in 2023 is more workshops and having these summits as well, like where we could give them more information. So what kind of community do you hope to foster? One that 
where everybody is, you know, growing and involving and so you can see them growing their business into something more. Mm-hmm. I love that too, because earlier you said that, you know, people would come and they would go, oh my gosh, I actually make something too. So I can probably be a part of this. Mm-hmm. So that's so amazing for the community because maybe there are people who are just like at home thinking like, I'll never be able to sell any of the things I make. I don't know how to do it or where to begin. And you provide yeah. that. Yeah. And it's, it's just beautiful and overwhelming to see how that happens at the end of each market. I, 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 you could hear it, not just myself, but I know my other, the other co-founders, they always get also other, other, some of the vendors that come up to them and tell them like, you know, they tell us like, whoa, like, you know, I'm really, you know, happy, you know, know how much this means to me to be able to be here and to be able to, you know, be able to have a successful um, pop-up and, um, you know, you guys are really giving us a space where that we all need it, you know? And it's, you could tell, you know, and it's, it's just a blessing, <laughs> a beautiful blessing, I could say. Definitely. And now a word from our sponsor. Bank of America asked Central Coast businesses, what would you like the power to do? Listening to your answer is how we learn about what matters most and help you achieve your goals. That's why we've lent over a half billion dollars to Ventura, Santa Barbara, and San Luis Obispo County's small, mid-size and commercial businesses because we don't just work here we live here what lessons or skills this is more personal but what lessons or skills have you carried over from being a business owner into this market I think the whole part of just being able to um, honestly share as much information that I that I know of like you know yeah, I've been, I've been in retail a lot, you know, I, so I have that experience myself of being able to, you know, say like what it takes to be, you know, to be able to know that that's also number one, you know, you know, you got to make sure, you know, your, you know, your customer always comes first. So you got to make sure that, you know, that is also being, um, you know, seen through also in your, in your pop-up. Um, and then just, you know everything to do with like you know starting the your instagram you know that's another one for me again it's like you know get on the instagram and know that that's also where now everybody looks up you know that's what you you know there that's like advertisement for your business so that's the one that you want to always start sharing and you know communicate to others uh so that and i think um the other thing I could say is like maybe um, the resources, just finding, you know, the resources and, and always ask the questions. Um, I always try to, you know, be supportive in that aspect that, you know, ask me, let me know how it could help you and support you in what other way I can, you know, if it's in my means. Mm-hmm. And who or what personally inspires you? <laughs> oh I want to say it's first my faith too it's like I have this you know that it always keeps me going every day and but mostly I think my my dad uh since he's always had a business since I remember <laughs> he's always had more multiple jobs and 
you know, helping him also start his landscape business and always been helping him. So I think that's also been my inspiration of, you know, never giving up being, you know, from Mexico and having that challenge of even speaking full English and he never gave up and look at him with over 40 years of in business and um, still having a business in Santa Barbara for so many years and you know all the challenges he still he still has a great business going in Santa Barbara mm -hmm. so I feel like and nothing is impossible <laughs> you know and just uh you know yeah there's challenges and obstacles that come across but as long as your vision is still there that you that's what you're where you want to go to and achieve uh, it's all possible you know so what do you see for the market in the next five years having more of a, like like i said like the workshops and these summits and helping um all women of color could have a, a place they could find the resources and to get them to the next step and uh, there's other dreams that we still have in mind and that we want to create as a as a group too so um hopefully one thing at a, at a time and we will get there. <laughs> I know. And I hope somebody listening, we have so many, you know, people in all areas listening, maybe they can connect with you to further help with these resources that you are looking mm -hmm. for. I'm sure, I'm sure there's some yeah. way to partner. So I hope yes. that happens. Yeah. Cause um, it, it, that's what also gets you connected in growing more uh, and, and create our vision to come true. So let's say it again. When is the next market and what can people maybe expect to see and how can they get involved? Um, our next market is December 3rd and 4th and it's going to be from 10 to 4 at the Presidio, 123 East Cañón Perdido Street. Um, we will be there two days. Uh, great time to come out and do your shop Christmas shopping because we will have many vendors. I want to say over 60 vendors on each day um, who will be joining us. And you can find many items that are one of a kind, you know, because they're all handmade or either sourced um, in Santa Barbara or in other places and um, where you could also find any gift for any loved one. To get involved, I think any support as volunteers as well um, to help us, you know, start, you know, to be able to do all the decor and, you know, get this all going. Because since we're all like trying to also set up our booth and everything at the same time, we also have the decor process. And that sometimes we, you know, we takes us a couple of days or maybe beforehand or, you know, the day before to be able to have all that going and started to be ready to for the market for the the day of mm -hmm. so like you know that that's also been um some you know really grateful to have you know people who come out and support in, in that way by volunteering mm -hmm. and then if somebody wants to be part of like is a maker that wants to get involved do they just go to your instagram or how do they get that yes to get more information about how to participate in our market um we could always visit our 
uh, webpage, mujeresmakersmarket.com. And there is um, all these uh, questions you could uh, we could possibly answer there or just send us an uh, email or DM at, in, on our Instagram um, to let us know that you are interested and always, like I said, supply your your Instagram or where we can find your, you know, your page with all your products. Um, and and please don't just get discouraged. There is a lot of vendors, especially now, um, this last month of, um, that we had a, this month, I mean, that we had a select vendors. Um, we came across a high demand of vendors that um, a lot of them didn't realize that the cutoff date was now. It already had passed and they were trying to still apply and they were trying to reach out. And that's why we always try to suggest subscribe to our email, get that email in there. That way you could get the notifications as well of when our cutoff date or when we're changing, you know, when it's the last date to receive your application. Um, since there is such a high number of applicants getting received now, um, we are, um, we want to select everyone, but, you know, we want to make sure that there's a, a, you know, we don't want to have an abundance of jewelry and then not make it also uh, effective for them to have a great sales day if, you know, if we have a lot of jewelry vendors. So that's why we have to keep a limit to each category. Um, so that way everybody has a fair fair of trying to have a great sales day. Um, so yeah, just make sure your no, the notifications are on. So then that way you could see what, when we're closing applications applications or when applications are open so you could right away get that information and another thing I do suggest is getting your um, information correct for how, when you write in for your web page or your Instagram because sometimes it, you make the mistake of not entering it correctly and um, it's, it makes it a little bit more like you're not going to be seen because we couldn't get into your page. That's another tip for anybody who's interested in, you know, or is applying and turning in their application. Make sure everything's filled in correctly. Perfect. Well, thank you. If there's anything else you want to add, now's the time. Otherwise, we are done. Just want to say thank you very much for, you know, this is another way of supporting our community. And Mujeres Makers Market is, you know, from like a podcast like yours that will like allow us to be able to, you know, be shared into other people's home so um that we know we're we're creating something for everyone that you know who are uh, for everyone to be able to participate and be part of um for and supporting all women of color who are starting to start off their business so thank you thank you thank you so much for talking today this was charting her course a pacific coast business times podcast the Pacific Coast Business Times is the weekly business journal for the Central Coast with digital and print editions as well as can't-miss events. For more on the Business Times and to subscribe, please visit our website at packbiztimes.com. A huge thank you again to our sponsor, Bank of America. Bank of America is committed to responsible growth for the clients and communities it serves by listening as they answer the question, what would you like the power to do? We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you stream podcasts. For more info on this podcast, please visit 
hackbiztimes.com under Charting Her Course. We are also on Instagram at Charting Her Course. We'd love to hear suggestions on future guests as well. This podcast is developed and produced by Linda LeBrock and me, Veronica Kuzma. Associate producer, editor, and provider of emotional support, all done by Viana Mabonic. Our gorgeous artwork was done by Corey Iniguez of Dandelion Designs. Check out her website at dandeliondesigns.com. Our very cool theme music was created by Nicholas LeBrock. Thank you, Nicholas. Lastly, we're all out charting our own courses in business and in life. So while we're out there, let's wave and say hi to each other. We're in this together.